Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I hear them chat from the noise. Move too quick, can't stop for the talking. I hear them chat with the boys. Man's so tough, but man's keep walking. G'day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Cancer Now podcast. Today, we are split up. I'm alone here in the studio. Everyone's coming down with the Roan. The Roan is back. It's returned. And uh, all I can say is, fuck! (laughs) I'm recording this a few days out from my wedding. So um, Lordy has kindly said, you know, we're not going to risk it. Uh, He's a bit crook, so he said, I'm not going to risk it. Uh, Bluey has said the same thing. But Bluey will be joining us via Zoom. We hate our Zoom calls, but they're still good. Some of the best episodes have been through Zoom uh, by the, with the comfort of Bluey's own home. He really comes into his own when he's hiding in the house. So um, it is all happening, ladies and gentlemen. Can you believe that the Rona has returned? It's, uh, it's something that I didn't think would happen to this extent, but... And I want to talk about it more in the sealed section of the podcast on Patreon. Uh, after an hour, if you don't know, we go straight to Patreon where we can talk about things that YouTube won't let us talk about. Um, but when people start freaking out about the Rhone, that's when people start getting tested more and cases inevitably go up. And that's what's happening right now. But with our wedding on the weekend, uh, my uncle's tested positive and he's freaking out, pulling out. Um, uh, it's just all happening, but we'll, we'll get to that. There's other things we're going to talk about as well, obviously, but we'll talk about the COVID stuff, the things we can't really talk about. We'll talk about that in the sealed section. And I tell you what, and we'll talk about some other stuff in the sealed section. It's really worth it. And I want to give a big shout out to, we hit a thousand Patreons the other day. So a big shout out to you absolute fucking legends. 1,000 at the moment, 1,050 of you. Now, if you go to the Patreon, you'll see that you can join for $1, but there's only 200 spots left for a dollar, and then the price will go up. The first 1,000 people to join that will be able to join for $1, and that is for life, um, or as long as you're fucking interested in me, um, and, and then the price will, will go up accordingly. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't joined the Patreon, do it now. The link is in the description of this, whether it's on iTunes, Spotify, or YouTube, or just search Isaac Butterfield on Patreon. I am waiting for Bluey. I don't know where the fuck he is. So I tell you what, through the magic of podcasts, here's Josh Bluey Nielsen. Bluey Nielsen. Hey, bro. Hey, mate. Sorry I'm not there. Oh, well, I've been explaining to the people what's happening. I'm in a studio by myself, uh, hence the lack of camera angles. Although we do have a camera angle through the computer and through the uh, camera. So if you want to, you know, if you're if you're watching this, then congratulations, um, mate. I want to talk about in the sealed section of today's podcast about the Rona and what's happening. But give the people a bit of a quick rundown of your situation, ATM. Yeah. So uh, about. What time was it? About one, two o'clock this afternoon. Jesse, my beautiful partner, Jesse, uh, who I still haven't met. Well, you were going to meet. You may, you may not get to meet her yet. <laughs> she's, she's not real, mate. She doesn't exist. This is hilarious. I've never met her in the long. I've known you for for a long time. Never met her. Comes to the day of my wedding, the day of my daughter's wedding, and you pull a swifty on me. She's got COVID. Yeah, she, sure she does. She sure somehow, she does. She somehow. So when you and I both, when did we? When did you and I catch it? That was back in. Oh, fuck, I can't even remember. Jan- January, February. Yeah, it was. You're right. Yeah, it was just after the Christmas break. So when I went down with it, I rang her and said, "Look, what do you want to do? I can pack you a bag and you can go and crash at your mum's or whatever." Or and she said, "No, no, fuck it. I'll just come home and get it over with." Now she came home. Managed to not get it the whole the whole week of isolation. Didn't test positive once, didn't catch it. So fast forward to fucking right now, and she's got it. She was sick. We were away at a wedding on the weekend, 
Um, came back on Sunday. Jesse was pretty ordinary Monday and Tuesday. Uh, today's Wednesday when we're recording this, and she's uh, she's done a couple of rat tests and gone, oh fuck, I've got COVID. So wow. so she rang me while I was at work today. I I my first concern was the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. I'm glad. The first, I was like, oh fuck, and that was the only reason she rang me. She goes, look, I I wouldn't have bothered ringing you or telling you, but. I know you one doing the podcast, the Savo, and two Isaac and Claire are getting married this weekend, so this could fuck everything up. So I said, mm. righto. So I rang you, and 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 here we are. We're doing it via Zoom, unfortunately. Yeah, and and Lordy said he's got a bit of a fever going himself. So uh, Lordy's everyone... Lordy's got Lordy's got chlamydia. Lordy's, that's true. Uh, that's true. The yeah. huge gonorrhea, man. Um, but yeah, I I said to Claire the Savo, listen for the next two days, let's not go to the gym. She's got to go and get <laughs> like tans and stuff. So we're just gonna fucking train at home, I guess, and. I thought we were past people. this. I thought oh. we were past this. All right. Well, let's talk about it in the sealed section. I want to. I want to fucking have a good like carry on. All right. Tee so, off. Tee off, mate. Like, actually, what a, you've just reminded happening? me. Should I should I flick a little stopwatch on for when we get to an hour? Just because Lordy's not here to fucking wipe our asses today. Well, I've got a bit of a stopwatch next to me. It's right been on. about five minutes so far. I did a bit of talking at the start, so you're um, all over it. We should be sweet, but I don't. Mate, I don't want anyone getting any free content now. No, that. fuck. Oh, so this is what I. This is how I started the podcast episode. We hit a thousand Patreons the other Congrats, day. So congratulations to us what, and the people of Patreon. Thank you very much. Absolute legends. You keep the podcast alive and uh, and you help employ people, which is very, very good of you too. So Fuck good fucking yeah. on you guys. Um, now, let's talk the biggest topic of the week by far. Now, you didn't even know about this, which I thought was absolutely insane. Like I sent this to you and you're like, oh, what are you talking about? Oh, is this uh, Mr. Living Levita Loca? He bangs, he bangs, oh baby, his cousins, apparently, uh, or nephews. <laughs> Ricky Martin has been accused of incest. Now, I will pull this story up as he pulled his nephew off. Uh, Ricky Martin served with the straining orders. So what do you know? What do you think when you think Ricky Martin? I guess that's I, the first question. I think gay Latin flair. That's what I think. <laughs> okay. Very good. Very good. Now... Let's go to the best uh, news provider in Australia, Pedestrian News. Of, of course, reputable source. Ricky Martin accused of incest and domestic violence during relationship with his nephew. Excuse me. Ricky Martin's nephew, 21-year-old Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis is not your, is it a, that's not your classic Latin American name, is it? I don't think it is. Oh, Dennis Yadil Sanchez. That's, that, that's better. That's better. What happened, what happened at the start there? Has accused his uncle of incest and domestic violence. Earlier this month, it, it was reported that an anonymous individual had filed a restraining order against Martin, Ricky Martin, over an do alleged domestic violence incident. Per Spanish news outlet Marcia, Massa, Maca, the identity of the alleged victim was revealed by Eric Martin, who had voiced his support for his brother. Sanchez is the son of Ricky's stepsister. Okay. So it's not so that, by blood. It's not blood. Play on. Six to go. Have we cracked the case? <laughs> Have we issue? just cracked the case? Well, that is a good... So they're not, No, I'm okay. joking. I'm obviously joking. <laughs> well, are you? Because I thought that that was going to be just like... So steps... So let me just... I don't want to... I don't want to put this news out there to the world. And have people listening to this in their cars or at the gym right now think it's okay to fuck their, you know, stepsisters? I was going to say because there could be there could be people listening to this podcast who are currently fucking their stepsisters that are just now learning that it's not okay. I'll go one step further and say there definitely is people listening to this podcast right now that is current. They are currently fucking their step stepsisters' kids. Yeah, I yeah, I think I think that's a pretty safe bet. I think that's pretty safe. <laughs> So uh, he claims that he and Martin have had a recently ex have recently exited. I thought it said excited a seven month relationship. So they were in a relationship for seven months. Per the Latin Post, his restraining uh, order filed against Martin prohibits him from approaching, <laughs> harassing, intimidating, or threatening Sanchez. It also claims that Martin loitered around his nephew's residence, causing him to fear. For his safety, Ricky Martin categorically denies the claims made against made against him. That's um, that's pretty wild. It's been a good week for those kind of accusations, hasn't it? Because 
Didn't one also come out about Elon Musk's dad? Oh, yeah. What was that? Was it Elon Musk's dad has a kid with his stepdaughter? Or it was something, again, Some- again, that's a very salacious accusation. I'm going to just quickly Google that before we put it out there because there may be people currently listening that have kids with their stepdaughters. Oh, I'll go one step further. I guarantee you there are people listening that have kids with their stepdaughters. And good, I- and you know what? That's only fucked if you're not a member of the Patreon. I, I, I only... I condone it if you're paying your dollar a month. but uh, if, if, if you're a part of the Patreon, you know, play on. You have kids with whoever you want. Yeah, you just do it, baby. You know, you, that's the play on rule. The play on rule is if you're a member of the Patreon. Anyway, six, so. Six to go. Six just to go. Just give me two secs. I'll just, I'll just yeah, Google Yeah, you're all right, this. mate. We're not, er, we're not doing anything. Er, Errol Musk. Errol. Um, Errol oh. Musk. Oh, Errol. Yeah. Reveals he has a second child with his stepdaughter. Second child. He's got two. He's got uh, <laughs> So stepdaughter. So okay, how? So that means that his wife. No, he married a woman and then married the daughter of that woman as well. Yeah. So not by blood. Here we go. Elon Musk's father. This is from uh, the NZ. The NZ Herald. Oh, NZ. Mate, we're really you know we're really going to the best news providers here. Only only the best here at Cancel Me Now. Elon Musk's father has revealed that he has a. <laughs> In inverted commas, secret. Yeah, I'd imagine it would be pretty fucking secret. Secret second child with his 35-year-old stepdaughter. Errol Musk, 76, who was an engineer in South Africa, had hey. a child. Uh, Elliot Rush, now five, with Yana, not even going to try and pronounce her surname, Beesenhut. And <laughs> she, is the, she is the daughter of Errol's second wife. So not that's Elon, a, not Elon's mum. I'm going. That's actually a um a German sex move. The old booze and hoot. It's fucking. It sounds like good fun. Whatever it is. Give yeah, us the booze so and hoot. Bend good, over and give us the booze and hoot. Good week for incest, anyway. Yeah, a big week for incest. And I'm really, really proud of um everyone who's just in relationships that are in fact perhaps incestual. Like big shout out to um what's old mate's name, who was the Hollywood director, Weinstein. Um, no, 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 no. no. Billberg. No, oh, Woody, Woody, uh, Woody, Woody, Woody Allen. No, Woody, yes, yeah. Woody Allen. Yeah. And did you just throw Spielberg under the bus? Well, <laughs> for Spielberg. I don't know what he likes, mate. Spielberg's I, copped it. He's been absolute. This is an absolute. It's a disgrace that you've gone hard after. You know, what I'm going to do. I'm going to look up because I know this is wrong. Spielberg is not into incest. I'm going to write Stephen. Spielberg. I don't know how to spell his last name. And then I'm going to write incest. Let's see what comes up. Can the can the title? Can, will we get pulled off YouTube if the title of this podcast is "Good Week for Incest"? <laughs> I think that's a great title. I think we should call it a good week for incest. Let's just, do and, that. And just this will be the thumbnails. Like, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so this is an article from uh, the Washington Examiner. Stephen Spielberg's daughter says porn is empowering. Is she right? So there is a chance that Spielberg has seen his daughter do porn. There is a chance. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying that always is a chance. Maybe in the Spielberg house, sort of like, you know, you you and Clary might sit down and have a bit of maths or something on in the background while you eat dinner. Maybe the Spielbergs are just watching a bit of BBW. A bit of, well, a bit of brasses, you, some well, brasses compilations while they eat dinner. I, I think perhaps. I think you know a lot of people like to, uh, you know, respect what their kids are doing. Uh, maybe I know my parents occasionally sit down and and, uh, and and watch one of my videos, and after they wipe the tears away because of all the shame, uh, they might be uh, they might say oh, that was okay. But I don't know if Steven Spielberg is sitting down, you know, putting his daughter's porn on in the background. Is she, she, well, hang on, she, is she, uh, she's not a porn star, is she? Yeah, I think she is. No, she might just be saying that porn's empowering. But why would she? Well, this is probably an important point here, Josh. Yeah, you can't um, just come to the conclusion that she's a porn star. She, I don't think she's a porn star. She may be. I think we go to a lot of conclusions on this show, to be honest. How's we've done more research in the first? Five minutes of this podcast, more fact-checking and research than we have the entire existence of this show. Mate, listen. Steven Spielberg's daughter, Michaela, says doing porn is a healing journey. Oh, so she does, She is a porn star? 
She's doing porn and healing. What are you healing? Your axe wound. She's a Marvin. She's a Marvin Gay song come to life. Michaela, Speed, uh, Michaela Spielberg is speaking about appearing in porn, saying her work in the sex industry has been healing from her for her. What in the world do you need to heal from? Hang up. This this is this is uh, the twenty four year old adopted daughter. Oh no! So he could have a little look. Yeah, well, that seems to be the trend, doesn't it? Legend of legendary filmmaker Steven Spielberg, 73. I don't know why that's important. And his actress wife, Kate Capshaw, 66, made headlines in February when she was ja- when she was jailed for domestic abuse. Who was jailed? Oh, oh old love was jailed. Did you, porn did you finish year nine? <laughs> okay. well, it's just there's a lot going on. Oh, so Steven Spielberg's daughter's been jailed for a clash with then fiance and pro dart player Chuck Puck now, who's now 27 years older than her. This sounds Ladies like made up. This sounds a, made up. What a story. Did fucking, what's old mate's name that wrote The Lord of the Rings? Bloody L. Ron Hubbard. Did <laughs> L. Ron, <laughs> Ron Hubbard, did he write this? What a story. Fuck, there's a bit going on. As we said, mate, great week for incest. A great week for incest, I tell you what. And um, and we have a new addition to the studio here. I know you're not here, but um, you are you familiar with the show? Um, fucking Midsummer Murders. No, fuck. Do, do do you think I am Isaac? Well, I am, and Dixon got me onto it many moons ago. And there's a guy who uh, is the star of that show. His name is John Nettles. Okay, crap name. And- John is about 70 years old now, and he's a bit of a heartthrob from back in the day. My grand thinks he's very nice. We thought it would be hilarious to buy some memorabilia of the English actor John Nettles, and we have this. Jesus Christ. Is that signed? It says, best wishes, John Nettles. Oh, I don't, I don't even know. I don't need to know. Who he is or what character he is, that's awesome. Without a doubt, one of the best purchases I've ever made. $120, or something like that. And yeah. it got here from England within like four days. Yeah, it's almost like no one's buying them and they're, and they're <laughs> desperate to ship them out. Mate, it's a part of the studio now so you can like it or lump it. I it's can't here. wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. I was really looking forward to uh, to being in the studio the Savo for two reasons. Obviously, I love the podcast is like the highlight of my week. But secondly, there is a big cold case of steel cities there. <laughs> so, well, there is, mate. There's a lot of beers. Is there well, like- there's talk of um, my younger brother, Darcy, uh, who also wants to join us on the podcast one day. He's a Get good laugh. On. It should Get be good. Um, there's talk. He messaged me uh, this morning and he said, mate, uh, you got some beers at your house because he's going to come over on the day of the wedding. And he said, I saw some steel cities there the other day. So you might have to um, inter- intervene with that. I think I he's going to go for your beers. I have to fight him for him. So um, what um, what I'm thinking now is like with the wedding so close, it's it's a bit of a I'm, – I'm freaking out a little bit. It's a not, conundrum, Isaac. Not, not to get married. Not, not No COVID stuff. Not even worry about that. You're we'll getting cold feet? Are you getting cold no, feet? No, feet are warm. But <laughs> – it's such a big build-up. It's it's everyone saying, "Oh, it's the biggest day of your life. It's her most important day." Far out, mate. Like <laughs> I was talking, it is. It's pressure, and you you know you'll be um, asking uh, this alleged girlfriend of yours, Jesse, to marry you at some point. It's a beautiful moment. Popping the question, gorgeous. There's tears and smiles, and but then it dawns on you a day or two later. Oh fuck! I've got to fucking plan an enormous event for a hundred plus people. Awful. Yeah, I think, and I think I was just at a wedding on the weekend, and I think every wedding I've been to, the biggest thing I've noticed, the most obvious thing, is like the bride and groom when you do finally get to see them, like sort of after after the ceremony and at the reception when everyone's finally having a beer, everyone seems to say the same thing, and they're like, "All right, we can relax now." Like yeah. once, once the actual wedding's out of the way, it seems like a lot of pressure, a lot of build up, and like exactly what you're saying. Um, yeah, and everyone seems to say the same thing. Everyone just goes, "Thank fuck, that's over. Let's have a drink." Um, yes. 
Yeah, so I'd assume, I assume this weekend will be no different for you. The only thing I'd say um, is try and take the time to enjoy it because you are spending, one, you spent so much time planning it, two, it's a lot of money, and three, it's probably the only time all your friends and family are going to be in the same place together. Mm. Um, try and take the time to enjoy it. I know there's like a, I know that's fucking easy for me to say. I'm just going to be sitting there drinking stubbies and calling you gay when you start crying, but try and, try and take the time to... To enjoy the day because it is it is going to be very special and it will be easy, especially you and Clary fucking known known to get anxious from time to time. Oh, so Dixon's a mess. Dixon's a mess, and she won't mind me revealing this. Her week has been filled with. She got her her monthly lady things. She got a UTI. She's been sick. She's been oh man, she's got everything this week. She's fucking. She's getting her nails done at the moment. But oh, there, there were moments where she was just like, "Fuck, let's take the loss on the money and just fucking go and get married in Vegas." Poor <laughs> darling. Oh, um, but no, it'll it'll be fine. And there's a few things that I've put in place, uh, being the fucking, uh, you know, the, the the man of man of mystery that I am. Where we're gonna do like a first look. Yeah. Uh, where we, you know, I see her in a wedding dress. Rather than she walks down the aisle, we haven't seen each other all day. I'm not doing the whole we don't see each other um, the morning of or any like that type of stuff. Man, we do everything together, so we're just going to stay, uh, and keep the normal sort of routine, and then go into it from there. And also, we've written vows, but we're going to do them to you know in front of each, just each other, rather than um, in front of everyone. Where that- it's this. What that, that reminds me of? Did you ever have you know when you used to do public speaking at school, right? Yeah. We I don't know if this ever happened at your school, but I remember this happening on more than one occasion at mine, where there was the kid who was like, you know, everyone gets nervous they're doing public speaking, but there was the kid who was like, no, I cannot fucking do it. Just shaking. Yeah. And this happened. This happened more than once. I don't know if it ever happened with you. They got the kid. They said you can do it, but you don't have to face the class. So they oh, got the, what? They got the kid out the front of the class, but they were allowed to just turn their back to the class <laughs> and pretty much read it to the chalkboard. This feels like what your vows are. I'm happy with it, mate. I'm happy with it because I don't need fucking all these blokes I used to play footy with and all this type of stuff listening to my lovey dovey bullshit. All right, it's gonna be it's gonna be beautiful. Dixon and I will have those moments to ourselves, and we'll have that chat and talk and speak to each other. And, and that no way- one can and no one can call you gay after it. No, call me gay. I don't give a fuck. I'm happy to. I'll do whatever. I don't care. It's 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 exciting. I'm excited about it. And it's not even about that. It's more about it adds more pressure to the day because you're like, oh, you you got to get this right. And that's what you know. I'm. I said this to Claire yesterday. I was like, you know, do you want to practice? You know, your uh, basically your speech, your, your vows. And she said, oh, do you think I need to? I said, listen, I write shit every single week, constantly. I'm always writing stuff, so I not to toot my own horn, I know if I'm writing something and it's going to make sense when I'm saying it. But I said, go for a walk, find somewhere sort of uh, you're by yourself. And anyone can do this if they have to do something public speaking-wise. And just deliver it. Deliver it. And, re- and if, you want, if you're doing it for work or whatever, record it, go through, write it out. Um, and that's the best way to find where you fucked up, where you're doing well, where you've nailed it, and where you need to improve. And I think that's what, that's what she will end up doing. But now that we're just doing it, just to to each other, um, like reading it to each other or, or talking to each other. We'll have like the film people there, so it'll be on camera and stuff. Nice. Um, so you know, you freaks can see it, but um, <laughs> and we'd like to have that moment as well. So, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be beautiful, mate, and and hopefully you will turn up. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll probably discuss it more in the sealed section, but that's what you and I were talking about on the phone today. Like, oh, fuck. How's this? So you rang me. I was on the treadmill getting it done. You sounded puffed. I thought you were either rooting or on the treadmill, but you, you oh. sounded out of breath, whatever you were doing. I was doing both. Um, well, I've been trying to do uh, three days of cardio um, alongside my weight training because I, I put on a bit of weight because I've been on the old turkesterone for a while. You're juicing. I'm juicing. I got You're the squirting. I've got the old ecti steroids. Are we familiar? Have we spoken about turkesterone on the podcast? I think, did we talk about it with Croaks last week? Um, I don't know, but what about what Croak said about the fucking doctor that came and said, "Ah, oh, you don't need to worry about fucking head knocks anymore. You'll be right. You look after yourselves." I've been yeah. thinking about that all week. I was just like, "That's the most insane shit I've ever heard." I think, uh, yeah, I think there's probably something. Like, there's a little bit in it, but not not as much as you know. Not I think much. I think 
it's un- it's unavoidable. If you're playing contact sport, like you're not like yeah, yeah. You're, you're getting concussed. Like that's you're it. Gonna, that's it. You're gonna get concussed. So turkesterone is an ecti steroid, uh, which are steroids uh, which are steroid hormones commonly found in arthropods and insects, but can be also found in certain plant species. Uh, in plants, these groups uh, of compounds are used to deter predators, while in insects, they help regulate uh, key processes such as molting and metamorphosis or so insect tr- development. You're trying not to get eaten, is what you're I'm saying. I'm trying not to get eaten. It's so just- apparently, tercestrone has positive effects on lipid and carbohydrate metabolism. It could all be also, it could all, it, fuck me, it could be a very viable supplement to help you. Uh, with weight maintenance and fat loss in terms of your genetic ectosteroid there appears to be it appears that the growth promoting effects were due to a better uh, I don't think this makes any it makes sense but it, I don't need to talk about it. apparently it helps you put on more lean muscle as yeah, cool. well and have you noticed I've, that you put weight on so I've put on about six kilos that's fucking nice and I haven't changed my diet too much except that I'm extremely hungry and so several of the lifts that I do, I don't do squats because my lower back's fucked. I've been working on the strength of my hip flexors to try and combat that. Nice. But um, bench, so like, you know, I'm, I'm up to the fucking, the 48s on the old dumbbell bench press. Holy and the, shit. And the 40s with the, the shoulder press. Fuck, that's heaps. So, and that's up from, um, with the the dumbbells, I think I was at like 38s or whatever. Like, so... I'm seeing big improvements and weight going on, um, you know, in that in in a response to that lifting more, heavier, all that type of stuff. So a lot of people are saying that this this particular supplement, turkestrone, is bullshit. A lot of people are saying it's um, the old what's the effect? What's it fucking called? Placebo. Um, placebo effect. But honestly, um, I feel great on it. Uh, now, as far as negative side effects, there isn't many um, at all. Like to the point where, you know, if you start a drug or, or you know, whether it's a pharmaceutical drug or whatever, a lot of people go to Reddit because a lot of people type in their anecdotal experiences. Even in Reddit, there are no negative side effects to turkestrone that I could find. Reddit's got everything. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like everyone throws everything in there and I just could not find it. So a lot of people are talking shit about it, but I really think it's it's quite a good little steroid. I did read that uh, Ricky Martin was blaming some of his <laughs> incestual urges on turkestrone. Um, well, that, I that's, actually, that's, that's just that's Ricky's true. story. That's just Ricky's story, but that's what he's blaming the incest on. So yeah, well, that's yeah. actually how uh, Steven Spielberg's daughter healed uh, the the most was from taking turkesterone that was sold to her by Ricky Martin. Everyone has their story. <laughs> yeah, Woody Allen. He invented turkesterone. What did Woody Allen do? He had like a super yacht, like a. Or did he marry a, a family member as well? He married a family member. Um, who did a very young one too? Imagine like the fucking uh, the FBI or the C- CIA or someone looking at my um. Look at my search history this afternoon. Just like, oh, he's really into interest. He's really into incest and turkestrone. That's weird. This guy's dangerous. He's really strong and into incest. His family better look out. So Woody Allen was married to Mia Farrow, but he had, uh, he started to develop romantic feelings for his adopted, Mia Farrow's adopted daughter, Soon Yi Previn. And then, so she was 21, allegedly, when they first slept together. But from what I know, um, there, from, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of photos of Woody Allen uh, with this Soon Yi lady um, as, as, like, very young people. Yeah. Like, well, she is very young. Yeah. As far as, um, you know, as far as when when she was adopted and all this type of stuff. So, I think the story goes that people were like, "Oh, dude, um, you know, she was pretty young when you met her. It's a little bit dodgy." And when I say a little bit, very dodgy. Are uh, you old enough? That is a Are creepy you- song, by the way. Fuck yeah! <laughs> that song by Dragon. Yeah. I I. 
I remember seeing that for the or hearing that for the first time and just thinking to myself, what the fuck? Like, if, if you don't know, there's a song by Dragon called Are You Old Enough? And the song is just, are you old enough? Ooh, ooh. Imagine if there was a Ricky Martin cover of that song. Yeah. It'd be like, are we related enough? <laughs> and the answer is yes. I might go and play some Ricky Martin at the gym tomorrow. That should be good. Um, it's, it's interesting, like, the is incest actually illegal? Like, I know. Uh, it's- I'm not, I'm not going to Google that because then it's just going to, I'm going to get <laughs> What a fucking, what a, what a series of, of questions to ask Google. Oh, Ricky Martin. What happened to Ricky Martin? What happened to fucking Spielberg? What happened? To- Man. Good luck, good luck explaining that one. Incest is illegal. Yeah, but with like, like non-blood relatives, like the boys have been doing. Mm, good, good question. Good question. I know that in uh, Mount Gambia. Now, this is the big story from Mount Gambia. I, w- I was out there a number of uh, months ago, and the big story in Mount Gambia is that uh, a father and daughter slept together and had children, and they were. I think the father actually had to serve prison time. Um, yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, it's not great, uh, but you know, incest is a big part of um, history. Like, look at the royal family; that yeah, is the ones. most yeah, yeah incestual as fuck. Like, you go back keeping a couple blood, hundred years, keeping the bloodline clean. Yep, absolutely. And people are like, there's people who who are disfigured, and they've just got these crazy big fucking weird shit going on. They're but, they're ill. That's nature's way of telling you not to do it, isn't it? I know. Yeah, like, absolutely. Poor, poor buggers that are kids of incest usually come out, Um, yeah, not the best. No, no, I, but, you know, I think they sort of deserve it. Well, yeah, I mean, they could have stopped it. <laughs> All right, let's move off fucking incest for Christ's sake. I think, I f- no, I want to talk about it more. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I, had, um, I had a few things I wanted to talk to you about. Did you listen to um, the... The Huberman, Andrew Huberman, talked to Joe Rogan the other day. I, I started it, um, and with the because I love Andrew Huberman, and he has his own podcast called Huberman Lab, which is awesome because there's always yeah. like he, yeah, he's always got really good hacks. There's always like little things you can do, whether it's like for better sleep or like just so you like generally like they're just well being. He's like all about well being. I love yeah. it, but. I did flick the Rogan one on and they lost me in the first couple of minutes. I can't remember what they were talking about, but I tuned out. And you know, like with Rogan, it's going to be three hours. So I was like, right, I need to commit to this and sit down and do it in one hit. So I didn't listen to it, no, but I do love Huberman. So he uh, he's a big proponent of Turkestrone, but he was talking about, um, he was talking about, when, when we talk about CTE, we're talking about head knocks before chronic traumatic encephalopathy, which is the disease that ravages the brain of people who continuously have concussions. Uh, and sub-concussive injuries. He was talking about, the, you know, the, with the NFL, they, they some of these players donate their brains and they go through it and uh, they sort of test it and, you know, try to come up with ways to prevent it. But he raised a very interesting question. Why don't we take the brains of uh, school shooting people, like the people who commit school shootings, and have a look at what's going on there? Because what, the topic they were talking about was when you hear about a school shooter, they're always very similar. They're, you know, they're an outcast. They hang out by themselves. They're not sort of socially, um, they don't have social rewards happening in their brain on a daily basis. They don't get to hang out with people. Those type of things are often going on. So um, this is what leads them to such a traumatic event that they want to inflict on other people and other things, of course. But why don't we take and harvest their brain after they've died and have a look at the fucking thing? I think that's a, I think that's a really interesting way to look at it and something I haven't thought of. Probably, probably one reason I reckon um, that they don't harvest their brains is because it's full of lead. Because they normally- that is probably an issue. <laughs> they normally, well, if- normally once they're done shooting the school up, they pop a gun in their mouth and fucking <laughs> finish the show. Well, first you got to put the brain back together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, like you could maybe you could send it over to Lego Masters or something. They could like put it all back together, turn it into a little race car, and then you could throw then it through you, an MRI machine. Mister Huberman can have a look then. Yeah, so no, it's, yeah, it is, an, it is an interesting point because yeah, I mean, and uh, of all people, the great Tim Dillon was uh, given given his spin on the most recent one in America, but 
he was sort of saying that they are a pretty recent phenomenon. The old school shootings are only in the last sort of one was Columbine, maybe 20 years ago. That was like the first, the OG. Was um, that nine, 1997? What was that? Yeah. What's that? 20. Uh, oh, sorry. You still there? Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. No, my thing's just gone with. Uh, yeah, gotcha. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah. So what's that? Thir- oh, what are we? Yeah. 20 years, 30 years. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just watching you freak out under oh, pressure. Under simple maths. Um, but yeah, so and Tim Dillon was saying it is a, it, like historically, it's a very recent event. And like, is it is it the result of what we've been doing to people for the last few generations in regards to like shit food, um, like advertising, like you know, just like a culmination of like all the bad things, and like we're producing these these people that are capable of this stuff. Is it you know, is it is it sim- is it a symptom of like where society is, um, or you know, are they just like incest? We don't know. And why is it always guns? Because is this a popularity thing? Because they see Columbine and they see these guys get all this attention and that's why they do it? Or is it because this is this is the thing, like obviously there are kids who, or people rather, who feel like this all over the world, but we don't see the big school shootings and that type of shit happening anywhere else. It just seems to be in America. But why don't we see big, like, you know, people running people over in like, you know, a mall or, or whatever, or big murders like that, or big events like that. We don't really see that. Why is it just, it just seems to be in America and people can blame guns all they want, but these people, I feel like, and, and you know, guns have, they have a role to play in this, but these, the guns aren't the ones that are killing these people. It's the people that are killing the people and they're just using the guns. I feel like these people are so, or the people who commit the murders so they are just, I don't know what's happening. Their psyche is devastated by all the negative things that's happened to them that they would find a way to kill people in any way. Yeah, but it's easier, isn't it? When you can, like you can, buy a, you can buy a semi-automatic weapon when you're 18. It's easier than like, you know, driving a car into, you know, you, you, yeah, it's, it's probably an easier way to, and I think, like you're 100 right. It's probably about recognition for a lot of them. Like it's, it's about you know, like you say, they're people who have generally never had anything. They've always like sucked and been on their own and whatever. And then this is a way that they can get recognition. Um, yeah, yeah, which is scary. But it's we've seen it fucking how many times? Like it's yeah, it's wild. Because we've never had one in Australia. There's never been a school shooting there. What what do you, you? And we all knew kids that we thought would do a school shooting at yeah, some there's, point. There's, there's one. There's two of them on this podcast. <laughs> I I remember some kids that I went to school with and and I I bullied some people and oh, fuck I'm not yeah. I'm not proud of that uh, I shouldn't have and in, in in retrospect you look at that in hindsight and you go oh that was fucking shit house but as a kid you go you know whatever you're just, you're just getting just, a laugh aren't you well also you're trying to survive yeah the schools are schools are full on environment but um there were kids that you know I saw that I thought fuck I was on someone's kill list. Like there was this dude that had a kill list that he I'm wanted. Sure you're on, I'm sure you're on plenty of people's kill list now, mate. This is <laughs> what about what about there was some fucking what's his name? He plays for the Eels, Mitch Moses, I think. Yeah, what did he get death threats for? He got a death threat, I don't know, probably for missing a goal and fucking someone's multi or some shit like that. Yeah. But they were like, Oh, we needed to be escorted out of the ground by fucking you pussy. I get that shit all the time. All yeah, the you, time. You don't leave the house though. Well, when I have had it on the road, I've we're, we're up at Coffs Harbour. Did I tell you this? No. Nah. We're in Coffs Harbour. So I did a show and there's some jokes in the show that some people didn't like. They liked everything else, but this was about their uh, group and they didn't like it. So they leave the show. They cut sick. They're filthy. And they go down and they call all, the, all their friends who happened all to be bikies. Oh, really? Yeah. So they call the bikies and the bikies start turning up. And while I'm catching up with a few mates who are in coughs for the night and having a chat and uh, just talking, and, and we start seeing all these like one percenters start walking past, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, what's going on here?" And one guy comes over to me, starts talking to me, and his missus is going off ahead, and I'm saying, "Mate, it's not, you know, I'm not being serious. These are jokes. They're just silly, you know. They're just silly ideas. They're not real, bros. Like, chill out." And he goes, yeah, 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 like, you know, quite aggressive. And then my mates are sort of, only one of them was trying to be aggressive backwards. A lot of them, other, uh, the other blokes just fucking um, 
you know, just fucking. Going, what out. are we? What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, they were just uh, no. Nah, they were pussing out. One of them actually was left because he didn't want the day. He's a he's a guy with a bit of a following. He yeah. didn't want the Daily Mail to find out that he was involved in an incident. So he just left me to die. Which thanks, was interesting. Mate. Yeah, thanks, bros. Anyway, solid. solid mate. And um, so they keep turning up and keep turning up, keep turning up and walking around and. And I'm like, fuck, this is not good. So Claire's then arguing with the other lady because she's like, you're a fucking pig, Butterfield, all this type of stuff. And Dixon's like, fuck off. She's blowing up. Oh, what did she say? She goes, fucking, fucking get some teeth, you gappy, whatever she fucking said. She had a mad crack. It was hilarious. So it was on. And she tells me later on, she goes, I didn't know what to do. There was people everywhere. I grabbed a bottle just in case I needed to glass someone. I said, no, no. Clary, no. Do not glass someone. Jesus. So we then send one of the boys over uh, to a manager, Kai, um, who's, who's a jiu-jitsu uh, blue belt. And he, and he was like, oh, fuck, all I'm going to be able to do is just pull guard on these 40 people. There's not much he can do. Um, and so we go over to the security, and the security are all old dudes. And, and, and they go, this is at a, a pub. They go, what do you want us to do? There's too many of them. I was Your like, job, oh, fuck. Hunt. So I was like, you got to get me out of here, mate. So they sneak me out the back door and... And it was all, um, it all turned out okay. But man, that's, it's a bit scary. But I, yeah, sounds- I, I didn't call the fucking police, Mitch Moses, you big pussy. That sounds awful. It wasn't good. I thought I was going to get fucking rottled. Did you yeah. see that, that video of the young bloke getting stabbed the other week up nah, in Brisbane? It, it went around the group chat as they often do. And I knew what it was straight away. I don't, I hate watching it. Like, right. I, I don't know if I, I'm, yeah, I'm probably a pussy, but I just don't like, you know, that those videos always do the rounds. It's like someone getting king eat or someone getting stabbed. Yeah. And I just, I hate, I, yeah, I don't watch them. And and I knew no. as soon as that one came in, I was like, I'm not watching this. The, for those of you who don't know, a, a young guy got killed, uh, stabbed in the neck and killed up in uh, a train station in the middle of the night. I think it was up in uh, Fairfield or Is something that, like that. Was it Brisbane or, or Queensland? It, or? it was, it was Brisbane. It was up in Brisbane. I can't remember the suburb exactly, but Fairfield comes to mind. Maybe it's not that, not sure. But the the video is you know two groups of men um, confronting each other, and I just got centered on Twitter. I didn't know what happened, so I was just watching it. I was like, "Fuck!" Um, so these two groups come together, uh, and they start arguing. One of them's got a knife, and they're all sort of shaping up to each other, you know. And this is the this is the issue. Like things can go south very fucking quickly. Fuck yeah, very quickly. And we've all been out on on the town and. You know, dudes get aggressive real quick. You know, there's particular people out there you just got to be careful of because, like, they'll just kick off. Um, and there's a bit of a back and forth with these guys. Everyone's arcing up. And then a, a big fella comes into the fray, walks towards the guy with a knife, and the guy with the knife swings at him, misses, still walks forward, swings again, uh, and, and collects him in the neck, pulls it out, and I'll make grab like sort of like I imagine for him time stood still. Nothing happens for like two or three seconds. He grabs his neck and then blood just starts going everywhere like you've never seen before, like a horror movie. And it was real. I watched it at the gym in between sets, and it threw me really, yeah. really threw me. Um, so he's spurting out blood for what must have been ten seconds, and then he collapses dead. Fuck. And that was it. Glad I didn't watch it. So he his life over, family lives ruined, and this other bloke, for what? Yeah. For, for what? A, for a fight. For a fight over probably some fucking suburb or something stupid like that. Yeah, it's rubbish. It did me head in. I was just like, I, I tweeted out, I said, don't be a dumb cunt and take a fucking knife out with you. Yeah. It's I crazy. don't get that. I don't it's get common. that. Well, didn't they? There was big dramas at the, uh, the Sydney Easter show this year because there was like... There was kids poking, like, putting around with knives. Like, like just, I think it's just what they do. Like, yeah, it's fucked. You know, we were talking the other know. week about kids are just getting dumber. That's like, that's an example of it. <laughs> yeah. And this is, the kid who died was 22. Yeah, that's fucked. And I think oh. the kid who killed him was 18 or something. Like, crazy. Like, this is, like, you know, this happens to people in the prime of their lives and they're just dead. Uh, it, it's fucking madness, it's senseless. Man. Like, Imagine if you worked at a hospital. You'd see, like... If you, worked, all. if you worked in the emergency department of a hospital, you'd probably see like 10 of them a week. Mm. 
Just people yeah. getting stabbed. And this is the big thing in, um, I think there was more murders in London in 2019 or something like that with knives than there was gunshot murders in New York City. Yeah, they love their knife crime in the UK. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, be- because people, it's the same with the guns. People want to have a weapon on them. Yeah. Uh, I-, I got threatened with a box cutter at a pub I worked at. Really? Yeah, cut a bloke off. He was fucking destroyed. He was obviously on some like... I think he was on like cocaine and sleeping tablets and a hundred pints of beer as well. And he like couldn't walk. I was like, mate, no more. I'm sorry. And the next, go, thing he, next thing he's waving a box cutter at me. I was like, fuck. Fuck. I quit. I quit after like, we, we managed to get him out all good. And then I was like, fuck this. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I Man, like, it's fair. And, and oh. I, it's very fair. It's very fair. I'm just trying to look up the stats for knife crime in Australia, but Man, the people, particularly working in pubs, and I'm sure there's people listening to this who work in pubs, it is a dangerous life. Like you're yeah, dealing depends, with obviously depends volatile what people. And, to what yeah. pub and where you are. But yeah, like people, like fuck, people are just idiots, let alone they, when they're full yeah. of piss. And they just kick off. Yeah, I had this, just, I, th- I think I've told you this story, but I had this bloke um, who just got out of prison for murder come to the gunya where I was working. And apparently he loved blokes. Like he just loved young blokes. And and I was like 19 at the time. I was supposed to be the security guard and the glassy and everything, right? And he um, like just loved me, kept coming up to me. And then my boss, uh, Hedro, told me, he goes, mate, he loves young blokes, watch out. And I, was, I just felt really creeped out. And I imagine that's what girls feel like when, you know, we're around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, he gets kicked out. Uh, I said, I'm not kicking him out because he's a psycho. I got done for murder, all that type of stuff. He gets kicked out by the big boss, all this type of stuff. He gets in the car, blind drunk, zooms out of the car park with a big fucking, um, you know, skid, skiddies and all that type of shit, a uh, big burnout. And he gets arrested that night with a sawn-off shotgun in his car, a pistol, knives, and his house was wired with explosives. And I quit after that because I was just like, this is too oh. much, man. This is too much. You don't know who you're dealing with. Nah, that's the, uh, yeah, there's some fucking lunatics out there. Fucking scary that, world, Isaac. That's why you got to stay inside. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Stay inside. This. Oh God, it's not looking good for Bluey. I've had it's this not cough good. for like. I've had this for like three weeks. So have I. I've been I've been coughing and spluttering for weeks. I've just, I felt fine. It. I had one. I had one day like three weeks ago at the start of it where I felt a bit off. I have not felt bad at all, but I can't shake this fucking cough. It's like a smoker's cough, and I haven't mm. been smoking, and I've and I've been off the dart. Yeah, those that ten year of smoking wouldn't have helped though. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask, and I thought about this today on the treadmill while I was getting fucking ripped. Um, when you were a single man, yeah, you walked into the nightclubs. Did you have a bit of a game plan to try and meet chicks? Ah, uh, fuck. Nah, not really. Like. Used to lie a fair bit. <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, me too, me too, absolutely. What was it? Was there a go-to lie? I've said this on the podcast before, but I used to tell girls that I was filming Game of Thrones and I'd talk in an Irish accent. Yeah, or no, a Scottish no. accent. That's bold though, because that can you can get found out. No, I just like I remember. I remember once tossing up that I was a firefighter, like because that's just like <laughs> that's, that's just like I like that the great cliche like. Like, I don't look like a firefighter. Like, fucking, oh, I, get, I, could I, get be- I could believe that. I could believe you're a firefighter. But I remember lying because I was like a, I was a fucking glassy at a pub at the time. So I was like, that's not very impressive. I need to say I'm a firefighter. Um, but yeah, nah, never really any game plan. Like you just sort of spray and pray. Like just buy, buy a ticket to try and win the raffle, I suppose. Just... W- w- were just, you just in there having fun or was it more about picking up for you? Yeah, no, eventually, no, yeah, no. I fucking, girl, generally, mate, when I was going out, girls, women are the last thing on my mind. Like if I'm with my mates and I'm getting high and getting drunk, like I'm I'm not interested in women and they're not interested in me. But every now and then you'd 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 drag something home. But yeah, no, I was never a prolific shagger by no. any stretch of the imagination. But, and this is the great thing. Like it's hard to meet girls out and about, mate. This is why it's great to have a stepsister or a stepmother that you can go home and make sweet love to. This is great. This is what we've learned today on the episode. It, it is hard to meet girls when you look like what you do. I'm sure there's some handsome oh. dudes out there that aren't saying that. But yeah, no, that is the that is the nice thing about when one of your parents remarries and they've got a they've oh, already got a kid. Yeah. How good. But yeah, it's it's tough out there for, for blokes. Not ugly blokes. I wouldn't say we're ugly blokes, but we're regular men. 
Yeah, and I wonder what it's like post pandemic, because like, oh. like I suppose, and I mean, even we were in the era now of like Tinder and phones, and got long gone are the days when you'd probably just approach a woman at a at a bar and go, "Sub baby," like yeah, I'd say like yeah, I don't know. It probably seems a bit forward now, like women probably used to you'd be sitting there swiping away on tinder before you'd go and go and say good day to someone i don't know we've been out of the game a long time Isaac. we have it's, it's we hard have, to say we have been out of the game for a long time it's been you know the better part of a decade for me um how long have you and claire been together for? well almost a decade fuck um what eight years but I, I, and what you and you and this alleged Jesse have been like three years, right? We'll be four, four in Jan, yeah, three and a half, four, four next January. Yeah, so it's getting to that time where you got to pop the question, otherwise you're a piece of shit, right? Uh yeah. I mean, either that or lever. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we put it to a vote on Patreon? That's a good idea. Let us um, know. Hey, let us that's, know. That's something for the sealed section. I'll tell you if I'm going to marry Jesse or if I'm going to lever right. and ruin a life. That's fair. That's fair. Ruin a life. That's a big call. I'm pretty good, mate. I understand. I understand. Yeah, I um, I feel for me, brother. Although apparently the brothers are doing good, the Butterfield boys. Apparently they're doing good out in town at the moment. I've heard some whispers. According to who? According to them. Apparently yeah, yeah. they're doing. Darcy, Darcy's telling me, yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah. I said, how are you going with the girls? He goes, oh, mate, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> usually, usually the blokes who say they're doing loads of rooting are the ones doing loads of rooting. That's generally. In my experience, yeah. yeah. Well, well, mate, I, I see him out there and, you know, they're my little brothers, but I, I see Darcy uh, particularly. Like, I don't see too much of uh, Jonas getting around. He's a little bit shorter, so you don't see him. You know, he's sort of sneaking around. But Darcy, mate, he's a big, tall timber walking around. Look, he looks like Robert from Everybody Loves Raymond. He's just a big, weird-looking lurch human. Big I see awkward him, Just an awkward unit, sort of like how I look. We just lur- Like when we out, went out for the Buck Show, we're both on the D floor there just lurching about, being big creeps. Well, I wasn't being a creep, but I look like a creep. And um, it's, mate, it, I, all the power. To, I hope he does well. I hope fine. he does well. We, women love tall dudes. They do. And with a good sense of humor. Darcy's a very funny man. Yeah. I feel for young Jonas. He's not doesn't have a great sense of humour, and he's short. <laughs> he is short. So, ladies, if you're listening, and you're after short men with no sense of humour. He's your man. <laughs> short, awkward blokes that aren't very funny. <laughs> we should get Joe and Darcy on the podcast. It'd be a nice one for yeah, like a milestone podcast. We get the brothers on and have get a the two brothers talk some just, shit. You can just tee off on each other. I like that. I actually really like that idea. That's, That'd be that, good. That, that, that be... could be something we do. But yeah, um, no, I, I, I think you get to an age, you know, around 24, 25 or whatever, where you go, fuck, man, this going out every weekend is just not me. Well, we said it, over it. We said it on your Buck show because that was the first time I'd been out in fucking, like I go to, I go to music gigs every now and then around town, but I'll go to the gig and I'll go home. Um, <laughs> your, your Buck show the other week was the first time I've been out to a pub past fucking seven o'clock at night in a very long time. And it was exactly that. I was looking around going, fuck everyone here. Yeah. Fuck this. Fuck <laughs> I, want, I want a kebab and I want bed. Because uh, we're I old cannot now. Think, I cannot think of anything worse than sitting at a fucking pub or, or not being able to sit, even worse, yeah. waiting for a drink for all this time. Like if it's a music gig and, you know, there's an artist playing that you really like, it, cool. Go for it. I'll go and watch a game of footy. Like I do, yeah. I do, I do enjoy, like if there's an event, but yeah. just going out, like just going out for the sake, those days are long gone, Isaac. We're done. I can't, I cannot fathom doing that every weekend. Oh. It doesn't, like like back in the day, like I remember we used to come home and, and the best man at the wedding, TC, Taylor. What a man. Great man. Good looking man. Um, I still haven't paid for me races yet, eh? I'm fuck just joking. Him. I knew you'd fuck fucking you'd pay the man. I know he's got heaps of cash, but pay the man. Has he? Um, I didn't know that. That's good. Oh, he's loaded. I won't pay him. Um, and uh, and fucking mate, we we'd get home, you know, to our respective houses, or we'd be in the cab and go, "Fuck this! I'm never going out again." All the chicks in Newcastle suck. No one's good. They're all fucked, and just blame everyone else but ourselves for having no game. Yeah, um, generally that's the right way to do it. It's everyone else's problem, not not ours. 
But how do you even how do you even have game as a man? Like, what are you supposed to do? Okay, here we go. This is what we can do for the people out there who are single, young dudes or old dudes, if you want to be that weird guy at a club. What can you do on the dance floor? I feel that dancing next to chicks is not the move. Nah, I'm just trying to think of like, and you like, you can do the same thing. Like, think of the blokes you know who over over the years done the most rooting, like the, okay. the top the top shaggers, and then just what sort what have they got in common? So like, I know the guys I know that do the most fucking. They're generally pretty quiet, actually. Like right. they're not. They're the opposite of guys like you and I. They're not big loudmouths trying to be funny all the time. They're just they just sort of plot away in the background. And obviously they're pretty good looking as well, which helps. But that does they don't help. say a lot. Like the two, the two that I'm thinking of at the moment, we're not going to name names, but they've they've forgotten about more roots than you and I have had. That, that, that those sort of numbers. And yeah, they just sort of quiet. They just sort of sit there and sit back and watch and then Oh, yeah, I've never seen them go after girls. To be fair, I've seen plenty of girls come to them. So um, yeah, there, there was a, there was a few times in my single days where a girl would actually approach me, and it is always an incredible moment. You yeah. just you, you're like, what? What do you mean? Especially when it's your stepsister. Oh, that's the fucking big stiffy moments. But but actually, I I met Claire at a McDonald's after a big night on the piss, and that's so. Outstanding. On the weekend, we're going to go there and get a photo in our wedding uh, attire outside it, of the. Was it the one on King Street? King Street Maccas, bro. Wow. Yeah, so we're going to get a photo there, um, which I think is going to be beautiful. But that's great for, for for the blokes that that I know that did the most rooting. This was their game. Their game was the long game, the last ones to leave. Yeah, and one of my mates with a very French sounding name. <laughs> he. <laughs> He was always the last to leave, and it just seems like persistence is key. Yeah, just, be, as they just say, being there. Yeah, persistence beats resistance, mate. And that's is it. That does it. <laughs> it does. Uh, he and, always uh, had consent. I'm not saying he doesn't have consent, but well, it's an old saying. But they say a uh, hundred no's and one yes is still a yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that is the way you want to meet a woman, guys out there. Is not, you know, get consent. You have to have consent. We're not saying anything against yeah. it. Consent is important, no doubt. But you might get a no at the start. You might get I'm like like telly telly tell like people who call you on the telephone. They might get a lot of no's. But if you just give up, that's never gonna you're never gonna end up in life with a root if you just give up. <laughs> you need to be chasing tail constantly. Never give up. Always putting in 110%. You might get a thousand no's, but you will get one yes, ladies and gentlemen. And that is why this podcast exists, to give you the confidence to go out there and get that yes. That's what it's about. Fuck, I'm fired up, man. Maybe it's a good time to go to the Patreon right now. I'm fucking fired up. Right, we're going to the Patreon. Fuck yes. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not a part of the Patreon, you need to join it to get the sealed section, all right? At an hour, every single week, we change over to the Patreon to talk about what we really want to talk about because there's some things you can't put on Spotify and all that type of fucking bullshit. So it costs you a dollar. Uh, head over to um, the link is down below. It's Patreon slash Isaac Butterfield. Or you can just go and search that. If you search it on Google, it'll take you right there. Bluey, is there anything you'd like to say to the great people? You should also go to the Daily Blue. Hilarious. Yeah, do that. Mate. But more importantly, me- I love everyone. I love everyone too. Uh, let me quickly just uh, give out a, uh, a quick little... Um, Daily Blue uh, post from this week. Exclusive. And this is why you should follow the Daily Blue. Is this the one you sent me? No. Did you actually oh. post that? No, no. I did. I, I, if I, what time is it? Yeah, no, there's time. There's, it, after, after, we, uh, after we do our Patreon, I'll get to work. I've got a couple All of right. things. All right. This is a good one. I like this one. Um, it was about weddings. I thought it was funny. Uh, big unit at wedding intercepts every hors d'oeuvre. Yeah, that'll be me at your wedding. No one's that's, getting past me. That's what I thought. Um, uh, oh, the state of origin one. Burton hits orbit with Torpy. Yeah, he one. did hit orbit. Uh, Elon Musk was the reporter there. That's interesting. Yeah, actually, I should do one about Elon's dad too. Yeah. Um, uh, Mrs. Hits Insta feed after digging the heels in on Netflix selection. That's does very Cl- funny. Does Clary ever do that? No, I'm the one that does that. 
Yeah, I, it does my fucking head in. Um, so, oh, I, I just, you don't do that, or Jesse does that. Jesse does it. So we'll we'll be sitting down to watch something, and she'll every every one of my suggestions sucks apparently. So yeah. I'll just I'll just concede like a bitch and go. No worries, darling. We'll put on what you want to put on. So she'll put something on that I fucking hate. And then I'll look over and she's not even watching it. She's on her phone. I'm like, what? why did we... What the fuck was that about? Like, you're not even watching it. So, yeah. Go and check out The Daily Blue. It's good times. Right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week. Or head over to the Patreon right now and check it out. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.